Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, Grimsters! Welcome back! What's up? We're here. <laughs> hey, we're talking about Heartbreaker. Ooh. She's a heartbreaker. No. I don't know. No, no. I won't. No. I'm sorry. I won't Please try. Guys, good. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today uh, as we break down this episode. Uh, make sure, if you haven't already, go on to YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV where you can subscribe to this and all of the after shows here at AfterBuzzTV. Um, you can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Don't forget to leave a comment and a rating. So, guys, my fantastic panel is here. Woo. Yay! T.L. Teagle. Hi, everybody. And Dylan Chance. Hello. Uh, Tara Miller, unfortunately, couldn't join us tonight. And thank you guys for uh, being patient. did he? Yeah, or are you the same person, <laughs> especially after last week's episode? <gasps> maybe they, maybe it's um, yeah. the Vessen from last week. <laughs> yeah, what, what was it called? Uh-huh. Yep. Wait, are you trying to say Tari is a girl? No. no. They never said it had to be a different gender that they transformed back and forth. Yeah. Into. I thought they did say that. No. Maybe. <laughs> then that's what I'm implying. Yeah. But Dylan. We're okay, implying okay. you're a girl. Oh. Anyway. That's why you smell nice. That is why you smell nice. But we're, but, uh, sorry that we, uh, thank you for being patient. The, uh, WonderCon was this weekend. Yeah. And, uh. Also, we hear there was a holiday. Uh, yeah. Passover started this thing, weekend. Yeah, something like that. Something with a rabbit. Nope. No. <laughs> and eggs. No. No. Don't think so. Uh, not that I've heard of. Um. <laughs> um. But I, we got our Easter episode weeks ago. That's Dylan. what I said weeks ago. I said this should be so pushed. Clearly, this was yeah. not Easter. Right. It was mm. Wonderful uh, Weekend. Yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, here we are talking about Heartbreaker with you guys, and woof. What an woof. episode. Woof. What an episode. I, Say I oof, oof. Oh, I definitely would have gone with what an episode. Ribbit, what an episode. Uh, no, okay. Um, but yeah, let's start out with the uh, the quote of the week. As always. How silly the frog. How, s- <laughs> <laughs> I How silly flubbed the frog. it. I flubbed it. <laughs> Try it again. How the silly frog does talk. He can be no companion to any human being. Yeah. Where's that from? It's from the Frog King. Oh. Okay. It's a Grim Brothers story. It's a Grim story. What? Shock. Which is actually, it's become kind of rare. Yeah. um, That we get one from an actual Grim story. But I think they've been holding on to this. They even call out the the story in the episode of the the Frog Prince. Right. um, Or the Princess and the Frog. Whichever version of the story you prefer. Yeah. Here is my problem with the story. And it's it's I guess maybe it's because they put it after last week's story. This is the second time now that they were like, we don't want to kill this person because we don't kill, you know, Vesson. That's not how we do it. But instead, we're going to kill a part of them. We're going to, you know, force it's them true. 
It's two weeks in a row they've been there. Yeah, that they've killed a part of who this person is. Huh. I wonder if that's an intention. That's a good point. I wonder if that's an intentional theme. I think it, I feel like it's leading us specifically to somewhere. It's like the best in council. Well, I was thinking more, there's someone who they're trying to fix and they can't. And so maybe they'll figure out how they can suppress this part of them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Ah. Yeah. I'm putting pieces together or making stuff up. One or the other. Or it's just, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's true. We, we're trying to change somebody back to just a plain old human mm-hmm. while they've started this chain of we can take away the powers that make you different, yeah. make you dangerous in, in these cases. Right. But leave you, you know, as, as you're still alive, at least. Yeah. So the idea being like that Nick could potentially find a way to cure Juliet well, if he manages to if it rather than just having to cut her head off with an axe. Well, yeah, here's my problem though. Both weeks now, the way they found a solution was to take it to Monroe Lee. And yet mm-hmm. they're, you know, especially this episode where Hank finds out Monroe Lee is they're still in the dark. Yeah, I have to say, I loved that moment um, in the diner. Juliet's a hexen beast. Run that by me again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hank. <sighs> I mean, but he, he's like, whoa. He's like, he's, he, like instantly is like, all right, so are we going to fix this? And yeah. Nick's, I'm told that we can't. Yeah. But that's because they haven't taken well, it. Run that by me again. <laughs> that's because they haven't taken it to the people who seem to be able to fix anything. Or seem to be able to at least try to find a solution. Yeah, Rosalie is the Vessin. In a sense, <laughs> she's sort of... Here, well, here's the argument. Is it is it fair to be doing this stuff? No, I think absolutely not. Okay. That's Okay, so last week specifically, that was a huge moral dilemma that I felt like they really kind of brushed off. And this week, the way when we finally get to it, when he finally helps Bella, um, it was, you know, it was kind of her grandmother was going to help her in their own way. Yeah. Or, you know, we have the solution that may not work, may kill you, may have crazy side effects. Yeah. You know, well, let's, let's break down the whole Bella storyline. Um, because we, when we first meet her, she's just an innocent biker with her little, like, biker group. I guess that's a thing people do. Yeah. There's biking groups, yeah. Yeah. Um, Clearly, we know about bicycling. Yeah. <laughs> that's a thing we do here at the Grim Panel. I just have my bike, and I, like, go to destinations with it. And uh-huh. then I go home. You know, go mountain biking with a group of people <laughs> in the hills. <laughs> Um, not like, uh, see, no, this Zach doesn't do that. But Zach Blumenthal, apparently, ah, uh, nice. uh, very much <laughs> is is into this, and he's very into Bella. Well, she is cute. That other guy is just a huge jerk. And she acts like that's just a common thing, and it's like, I would kick him out of that group. I'm pretty sure all of those people would kick that guy out of that group. Well, they were all standing around while he was being a douche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's really weird to me. They're like, oh, he's just the team douche. <laughs> he's like our mascot. Yeah. We keep him around. We I mean, I guess he didn't say anything threatening. He was like, I had a good view. I was behind you the whole time. And you're like, dude, <laughs> shut yeah, up. Yeah, but I guess it's like, I mean. You're right. He wasn't threatening. It's until not. He... It's, it's, 
And until he went to little, rape her. Yeah, well, it's a little later. Yeah, it's a little dirty and maybe a little bit too much. But well, like he's very not, aggressive. Yeah, not yeah. dangerous levels at the beginning. Okay, I was I'm like, still talking it, about we're, the, we're beginning. Talking the beginning. Okay. You're jumping I'm, I'm saying the yeah the sorry the, the biker a, group that saw right. his behavior, yeah it it could be interpreted like he might one day take it too far, but you can't prove it. There but, are many many. I feel like there were a majority of the audience was able to. Uh, I feel I'm gonna guess here was able to watch that and be like, this this is a predator. Yes, I that's the first thing I thought. Um, this can't end well. Uh, and I don't imagine all of them, besides just Zach, uh, being the only one to be like, dude, knock it off. I feel like yeah. every one of those people would have been like, whoa. Right. What's yeah. your deal? That's fair. I <laughs> guess I guess they just, like, maybe he'd been, this is what, I guess this is how I pictured it. Mm-hmm. He's, he'd just, like, been with this group for a long time. He's the leader. They all, like, not even that he's the leader, but they just knew him. Yeah. And this is, like, he just does this. And they just—it's been going on for so long. They've started to ignore it, which results in bad things when you ignore behavior like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you wind up with the situation later that you ha- that you fi- right. that they find themselves in. Um, but it—I wonder if also if it was just a side effect of her like natural chemistry that supposedly attracts men. Because even the other guy who seemed nice right after that started to come off as very aggressive. No, no, I I think the the implication with this vessin with a, the uh, the Fultazella, sure. Well, I looked it up. Okay, I know how to pronounce it. Okay, the Fultaz Fultazella. It's a Fultazella. <laughs> All right, say it different every time. Fultazella. Okay, that's what it is. Uh huh. The the ba- basic way that the Fultazella works mm-hmm. is that when you are attracted to that person. You, I guess you give off a certain either horm, like some kind of hormone mm-hmm. that's released into the air, um, a pheromone of some kind. I was that, like a pheromone, maybe. Yeah, um, and that triggers yeah. a defense mechanism in the the fultazella, <laughs> okay. uh, which then secretes a, a horrifying uh, betracto toxin. <laughs> but they also made it seem like. She, like, even without trying, just made people naturally attracted to her. I think it was just that they were all pretty. Yeah, they're all <laughs> really. They're attractive. all very attractive. That they said that like uh, that these creatures are known for being very beautiful. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not jump. I don't want to jump ahead too far. But the grandma, when mm-hmm. the grandma was talking, she said, um, "Do you want this to happen? Do you want her to be raped like me and your mother?" Like, well, I think so. It, it made it seem like. They're all just so intoxicating that people are like, oh, oh," and then, like, rape them because they want them so badly. I don't know that they... They definitely didn't... I don't think they didn't uh, imply that. Okay. But I guess you could interpret that as part of, like, the the curses that they are so exceptionally beautiful. I think that was what they were trying to get at, is that they're just so exceptionally beautiful that they... Get raped all the time. Well, I, that people I just can't like control themselves. They bring themselves out, they bring out the, the worst. worst in humanity. Uh, I just, I feel like, and this is really tough, especially now that we're discussing the episode. That there's, there's a lot of like, mm, I don't know if these are the kind of things the show should be trying. Because I mean, especially with does last it, week, as does well. it have 
implications that may have gone beyond what the writers intended. Yeah, I feel like it did because it almost seemed like you don't want to be raped. Well, then you shouldn't be pretty. Yeah, Ah. well, it was kind of like that. But it was also it was also that like the the idea that oh she's so pretty and she's she's friendly to you. But as soon as you show interest, she, you know, pushes you away, which is, you know, leading men to this, you know, you're misleading us kind of thing, which I just think in a, in a rape culture that we live in, like, this is a topic. Well, that here's the it thing. Was, is, it was, it, I, the whole time was kind of weird. We had that episode. with the second guy. But if you look at the, the at Zach's guy. story, yeah. I, it's not, I, I think what, what they're just saying is it's not about that this is like causing rape or anything like right, that. Right, right. What is it? It's just causing heavy attraction. And what it does is that like look, attraction br- brings out the best and the worst in people. Mm-hmm. Passion brings out the best and the worst in people. So like this guy Zach like started drawing her. He became sort of obsessed. Like he fell in love with right. her. And so it, it, he approached it very nice, like most Zex would. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I thought he got a little aggressive. No, I think he cared. He was trying to be a good guy. I think the he first kept, like, guy was she kept like leave me alone. He kept grabbing her. No, no, stay. She no, was, no. To be fair, she had just but yeah. she had just fallen off her bike and like was bleeding. Was bleeding from the face at the time. Like a little blood on She was wearing she was wearing a helmet, but like you always want to check when somebody's in a crash for injuries that they might not be aware of, concussions. Sure. Like there he was perfectly he had perfectly legitimate reasons for saying, No, I I need to help you. I mean, but yes, you're both right. Totally he was totally behaving appropriately and whatever. Also, someone says don't touch me, you don't touch yeah. me. Like you're both That's right. That's what I'm saying. But I, I feel like um the the story, I mean, we're supposed to see that this first one was a good guy and the second one was not a good guy. And that, you know, it, she didn't intend to hurt anybody, but mm-hmm. that her life would continue down this path. That people would continue to attack her and she would continue to accidentally kill them. And the only way to prevent it is, is to, to make scar her, un- her to the point of being... Unattractive, which I think, is, which is another weird yeah, point. It's like, problem. oh, these now burn victims are so ugly that no one will love them or right. be attracted to them. I think the the idea yeah. is not that that like no one would love them, but nobody's going to be making that if she's careful to not let anybody get close to her emotionally, which is a lot easier to do on a consistent basis than. On a physical, lust. like yeah. yeah, physical. You just meet somebody and they're going to be infatuated. But if you, the physical isn't there at the start and you don't let them get to know you, then there can be no attraction. I think that's the idea, flawed as that may be. I mean, the other huge flaw in this is that they, um, so they're rare because they can't procreate without being raped. But how do they even get raped if by the time their defense mechanism kicks in, they kill the person? They I don't did even... die very quickly. I know. So I, I don't, I don't also, understand that either. I was also wondering the mechanics of it, but didn't this want to be been, the one to say Unless it's only... No. I was going to say unless it's only people who are like not attracted to them. No. Because no, that, that doesn't yeah. work either. <laughs> I'm just thinking out loud. I just I feel like this this story is an interesting story, and I'm glad that we got to see a, see a different take on it. I think there were a ton of flaws this week. There were some plot. There was a couple plot holes in like the vest, the, like, the vest and mechanics. Gaping. 
Yeah. Plot holes that you could drive a truck through. Yeah, like <laughs> the, like the how did they have these babies? Right. I at first because she even talks about. I thought maybe it was just a thing where if someone was attracted to you, but you weren't attracted to them, boom, defense mechanism. It comes out. But if they were equally attracted, you'd be okay. But then later she makes it seem like that's it, not the case. Yeah, no, it seems like Because she says, no I can't what, love anyone. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, then that's really weird. And then... How were you born? Can we talk about how it Unless ended? there's a male one of these frogs that's immune to the poison. I mean, I would assume that that has to be the case. <laughs> I mean, but then where are they? Yeah. Can we can we talk about how it ended? With the... Um, the with the like the, the drinking yeah after Monroe's three Lee's weeks potion. later three weeks later I and, have some issues with that and she's basically covered in like frog scales yeah. I guess she looked beautiful still she had glittery green skin she she just looked like a mutant like she yeah. kind of looked like Mystique from X Men but yeah. green <laughs> yeah I, I and I love Mystique yeah, um, well. but so my biggest my biggest problem aside from the all the other holes I've poked in the story, um, that in the end, the person she has to be with, because for whatever reason, he doesn't deserve love, <laughs> is is a guy who's covered, has, has tattoos on his faces and piercings. Like, are we saying that he's not good enough for anyone else? Or that she now, because she has green skin, you know, this is the worst thing she could possibly be with in there. It just, there were a lot that's of things. That's the only guy that's attracted yeah. to her. And I feel because like... Because he's into... Uh facial modifications but like i just you're right i i get i get your problem you're you're right and then at the moment you're kind of it's kind of like ha (laughs) that's cute but they found each other but yeah but the implication is that she couldn't get somebody like even if it however much these two people like each other because we don't know who this person is right the implication says she has this bad side effect and now she is limited to people who have face tattoos but or also, are scarred. But also that they um, don't deserve some, you know, they wouldn't have want, been with her without the, like, without green skin. You know, it's 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 both ways. And I feel like that is, I feel like somebody on that, ca- on the writing crew has to have, like, a sleeve and is like, uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Saying I can only date green skin women. Yeah, like, what are you trying to say? I got yeah. a neck tattoo. I don't deserve love. I thought it might be like the the little Asian kid from uh, the biker group that we met, who was, and it turns out like they they tr- they secretly had like a a, a oh, love that connection. Been nice. That's what I thought was happening, but then they but like that's not a big reveal. No. Um, in that like that like silhouette, which looked really nice. I like what they did. I hated. What it, the result? I hated being like, oh, that's oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's, well, yeah. If it, you have facial tattoos, you can date Gamora. Who wouldn't <laughs> want to date Gamora? Everybody wants to date Gamora. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't. That sounds frightening. <laughs> Why? She's scary. <laughs> she yeah, she's she's awesome, but she is scary. Why? No, you make her mad because she kills a lot of people. That's why you treat her with respect. Oh, I got this, guys. I feel like if you (laughs) (laughs) moving. Anyway, I could go. You'd you'd be amazed how long I could talk about that subject, (laughs) specifically Gamora. And we will do it later on Periscope. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But let's let's instead let's talk about the other person that we were talking about earlier, who might need a cure. 
quote unquote, uh, of some kind. Yeah, a suppression of powers, and that's Juliet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we open up on her, so like she's staying at Renard's place. Yeah. And she's like, I was normal before wait, I met all of wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. Back it up oh, to the way. Go. Yeah, the way Renard was sleeping. He's holding on to this pillow. I wrote in my notes. Renard sleeps hugging a pillow like a lost lover. <laughs> wow. Yell, Yell wants right. uh, somebody to Photoshop a picture of her onto that pillow, please. Please. I was going to do it, but I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead um, serious. I know. Well, he's having... He's, he's Renard's hung. having nightmares holding onto a pillow. Yeah. Potentially, like, it's, it's a former lover. It's Yell. No, it's, um, it's Yell. Or it's They've Yell. They've met many times. We have. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but Juliet is... She's furious. She says, there's nothing yeah. in this book to help me well, or to help you, you dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's right, though. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't know. That was the first... It was the logical first place to look. Yeah, but wh- who goes to bed without checking? Like, this is an important life and death She's situation. She's looking. They only have one copy. They can't yeah. both read it at the same time. What? You have three people in the trailer reading the same books No, together. they read different books. Yeah, they have and a whole they all... library yeah, they that have they have to, to yeah. search okay. through. They're going through a vest and encyclopedias. Like, I'll take, uh, you know, A because, through C. Because <laughs> nobody has been proactive enough to digitize this by, like, so that you can search, like, okay, this one looked kind of like a lion. Okay, lion. there's the five lion vests that one. Here's the thing. Um, poison. Um, I know we're not at predictions, but I predict by next season, oh Wu will have done it. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd that, be like, so much fun. Like over the summer season, break, yeah. like Wu comes in and he's like, guys, guys I fix this. I built a wiki for us. The I call it the Grim Wiki. Wookipedia. The Wookipedia. I think I came up with that months oh, ago. Okay. Well, there you go. Bring um, it yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> but so. She's she's furious at this. Oh, not to um, be confused with the Wikipedia. Oh yeah. yeah. No, is that, that what one. you're concerned about? Yeah, I am. <laughs> we have no, it's the Wikipedia. W U. Yeah, W U. Guys. Um, Gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then we have uh, Nick and Juliet finally got a face to face after all yeah. of this, like a brief little face to face where Juliet's like. The coldest person ever. She's kind of becoming. Uh, yeah, she kind of went a little crazy now. She, I mean, I get it. She's going through a lot. I get that she's a witch, but she doesn't have to be. Hey, <laughs> boom, <laughs> done. Um, I've been waiting to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Nick says like I haven't given up yet. Why? I because I still love you, and she laughs in his. face. Face. I still think that this is making her meaner. Like oh, I, yeah. it's changing. Like this change to a hex and beast also changed her personality. Like she's not the same Juliet. No, I agree. Like I don't think it's just her being angry at the world. I think it's her brain has chemically changed now. I agree. I, maybe I guess if that's the case, I still want to see a little bit more of that being evident. Like. Yeah. That it would involve more voguing, like when she's this upset, like she hasn't vogued a lot, but this is new to her, so I would assume that she didn't have a lot of control over it. So if it really is taking over her personality, I would think that would be more present, hmm. as opposed to just, I. it feels like the writers are saying the implication is that now she's different and she doesn't like the way people are looking at her. 
Maybe. I mean, I feel like I agree with um, Dylan because I think that she, I feel like it's, she's so different. It's so different. She just seems so different. It's not just like, I'm mad at the world. It seems just like, like, just different. Like, just, she's kind of evil now. (laughs) Aside from Henrietta, all the other Hex and Beasts we've met have been, like, kind of on the negative side no matter what. Yeah. You know, they've always been... They have all been kind of well, evil. Even Henrietta's, like, got this, like, yeah. evil thing going on. Right. They're, none of them are, like, the Galinda the Good Witch, you know? I kind of liked uh, Renard's mom. But she, she was yeah, but she still did have that evil. kind of witchy. She's like, mm. you sent my granddaughter off, I'm going to go kill that grim. Yeah. It was basically yeah. what we... Yeah. So, like, I think that, you know, it's part of the Hex and Beast thing is it makes you sassier. Demonic? Yeah. Hmm. Like, like you've got a chip on your shoulder at all times. All right, that's fair. And I, I hope that that is, I hope that like at the end of the season we end up with all these flashbacks of like, oh, that's why she was being a bitch. <laughs> um, it, it makes sense. Like, or yeah. if it gets taken away and she's like, oh my god, Nick, I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. I was so mean. Yeah, I'd be. I felt like I was walking through a fog. Um, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but a big a big point in this episode where Nick, right before Juliet comes home, and Nick is uh, emailing, just trying. Yeah, he's Aww. like uh, trying to decide what to do. Excited. Wait for Juliet, and then he gets an email from Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, you think Trouble's coming back? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't name what? check her like this. If... That's what I meant. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, his email was like... Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Which makes me think that she's going to be like, something's wrong. Something, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got to show up. Your email didn't sound right. Right. More importantly... Like, what a Well, jerk. more importantly, Josh has moved back in. Yeah. And so, tr- uh, theoretically, she said there's no Hune Jaegers around, and that she might be able to like leave him on his own soon mm-hmm. and come back. Um, also, more importantly, there was no mention of Meister. No, there was not. But we'll get into all of this stuff with the royal family in just a, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but maybe she found Meisner. <laughs> and they're going to come back together. Who, who did? Trouble. 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 <laughs> Why is Trouble looking I for Meisner? <laughs> I just, maybe they found each other and they're coming back. Maybe they just randomly found each other. Maybe he was there and he was like, hey, I need to I'm go just, to Portland. I was, I was, Give me a ride. I was ticked off by Nick's email. It's like... She sends this like, hey, everything's going good. Yeah. Says, I miss you guys. Is everything guys. okay? Everything's fine. <laughs> and he didn't even say like, dash Nick. You know? Yeah, like, like he, or hey, like, no. thanks for writing. Oh, yeah, it's good things to hear. Things are good. Yeah. No, no, everything is fine. <laughs> what a jerk. Or maybe yeah. that's like their little code to be like, something's wrong. not fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're in trouble. <laughs> everything is fine is, is grim SOS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in trouble. We need trouble. Yeah. yeah. We want trouble. Okay. Looking for trouble. Nice. Um, I wish she would so send like a picture before, of her. Before we get <laughs> Sipping it. on like a, <laughs> like a, a drink in Hawaii with oh, like an umbrella. umbrella. <laughs> that one would be so cool. Because she's in paradise? Yes. Uh, okay, come uh, on. But before we get into Adeline oh, and yeah. Bernard Ooh. and Prince Kenneth. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want to real quickly do some shout outs. To you lovely folks who went on to iTunes mm-hmm. to rate and, and comment. Guys, we say this every week, and please just, I'm going to say it one more time. 
or many more times, let's be honest. <laughs> but yeah. like, we really do want your help making this the best, the number one grim podcast on all of iTunes, all of YouTube. We want to be your number one place for grim, and we number do need one. your help to do that. Go, so you go on to YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that little thumbs up button in the corner. If you're if you're listening to this on iTunes, go on there. Hit us with a rating and a comment. We really want those ratings. Yeah. We really do. Because right now, we're about 25 ratings or so behind another the other Grim podcast. And I want to be number one. I want to be number one. And all we need to do that is for 30 of you to go onto iTunes and hit that little rating button. Leave a comment. It takes 30 seconds more to leave a comment. Mm -hmm. Not even. It could take five seconds. You could do it with like two words. You could even put a happy face and we would take it. Exactly. You could help us out. So go on to iTunes. And you get a shout-out bonus. Boom. I want to give some shout-outs. Great. I have a shout-out when you're done. All right. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Babylon5Fan, who says, Very good podcast. Five stars. Just so you know, I'm doing my part. I have successfully hooked two unsuspecting family members on Grimm. Ooh, nice. Thanks for your thoughts and insights. Good call. Uh, Good job. Yeah, good good work, (laughs) Babylon5Fan. Not get them to watch after us. The, yeah. I, I have I have a big uh, spot my heart for uh, J Renee four twenty four just figured out who uh, figured out who's clues five stars <laughs> said, and they said any after show with Zach Wilson is guaranteed to be funny and interesting. What the hell? Love all the predictions. I have to mention how hilarious it was in last week's episode when Adeline says I can't have another baby. I don't even know when the first one is. <laughs> as amusing as your comment is, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Look, guys, I, we all love you too, and the fans love you. Let us know yeah. in the reviews. Yeah, let let show your love for Yell and Dylan, and maybe and Tari. Tari too. He's not here, so <laughs> other yeah. Dylan. He would appreciate it. Yeah, yeah Dylan Tari <laughs> or Tillin uh, will appreciate it. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan. Uh, and then Atunes nineteen eighty eight says, enjoying the recaps. Feel like I am there with them. Five stars. There are no Grimsters in my home. So I enjoy listening to the panel discussing the recap and their theories. I often want to be right there with them because I want to have input. Even when they have a criticism, it is well-based and respectful as they truly enjoy the show. We really Don't do. Don't worry. We are in your home. <laughs> That's not creepy. I'm glad I didn't say it. Um, well, or you just got to do what Babylon 5 fan did and just convert people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You some get some crazy vests in like Hex and Beast influence powers and just be like you will <laughs> or Jedi powers. I guess, yeah. Like, you will watch Grim this week. Oh, nerds. Ooh. You will enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. Or just turn it on and they will enjoy it. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, I mean that's the easy way. I have a shout out for Alicia Perez who says, "What do you guys think of Juliet's new attitude?" Which we just talked about. Yes. She said, "Would you like to punch her in the face?" Mm. I'm gonna be honest. No. Not yet. I don't think so. With that attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I have yet to want to punch her in the face. I'd be afraid to punch her in the face. Um, I'm pretty sure my fist would stop really close. Yeah. Yeah, and then Uh, it would turn 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 around and punch punch you in the face. Um, Yeah, I don't want to hit her, especially, uh, especially, no spoilers, but the promo for next week. Well. No longer want to punch her in the face. Oh, my God. I watched it on Hulu. It's the preview. Ah! All right. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Because um, it's time I mean, for the important stuff. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Adeline and uh, Mr. Handsome Boy Prince Kenneth. Look, he's really pretty. We're, we all see it. He's just a little young. Um, he was or... born in 1979, which makes him a little young. Do they establish really? that? No. 
I read his Oh, face. the actor. Yes. The actor, Why Nico Everswindle. He's, he's in his young. 30s. Yeah, he's a little young. Um, and he's from New Zealand. <laughs> he's no Meisner. Well, oh, my God. Um, also, he is about the same height. They had to get him to be as tall as Renard so they could yeah. fight. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it would oh, be ridiculous. Unbelievable. Oh my god! But yeah, let, let's let's get to the fight real quick. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure so, we all so had cool. The um, so basically, we 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 dealt we're dealing with Adeline, and she's trying to figure out who could be this baby daddy, who's this baby's daddy. Yeah. Because when Prince Kenneth shows up, and he's real smart about this, because he just like he warns her, and then comes in. He, this is like this is. Interrogation tactics. Yeah. Like he's like, yeah, he'll be there in an hour, and then showing up in a half hour, catch her off her guard. Right. So she doesn't. She thought she had another half hour or whatever to not only get dressed but also to just prep her lie. Right. That's why when anyone tells you to be ready in an hour, you get ready in thirty minutes. Yeah. See? Strategy. There you go. Especially um, if you got you'll something. Never to lie be about. caught but off guard. Can, can I just? Sorry, not to get back on my feminist soapbox, but um. When he's like, do you have any other secrets? And then he undresses her. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you, you may be a prince, but you have zero right well, to remove her Well, I don't think robe. that he cared about that. This was a part where it was like he's showing his authority. I know, and it made me very well, uncomfortable. Well, yeah, yeah, you were supposed guess, to be uncomfortable. I don't think it, it was in a, like... He thinks he could get away it, with it. It wasn't like in a, I'm, I can just touch you, whatever. It was more of like a, you are our prisoner. Yes. Like you are, you are a, it wasn't about man or woman. It was about you. But it was, but it was, I, di- I did not like it. Well, okay. I don't fair. think, it's, I don't think she liked it either. Yeah. I, I think it was, I don't think you were supposed to like yeah, it. I think it was to supposed like to be like this guy, like he's not trying anything, but he is like, you are not. Whether you're um, this is the thing, whether you're a man or a woman, you are not when you when he is in charge of investigating you or mm-hmm. like dealing with you as part of like this like big pro, like massive yeah. like I'm gonna tear apart this country to find this baby operation. He will do whatever he needs to with you. If, like and you're right, if that's gonna turn out to, the window. When, what, as we see when he deals with Sam, like right. this is no. I mean, this is no different to him than beating this guy to, to with an inch of his life and then shooting him in the face. It just, I, I mean, at first I was like, is, does no one else see that she's pregnant under that robe? <laughs> is that not something we see? Are we supposed to pretend that we don't notice? I actually didn't notice until he showed it. That she, that Claire Coffey's pregnant, you didn't notice? Well, I mean, <laughs> well, they, like I they mean, were hiding it. Yeah, they kept it hidden. Like, I was like, how did he know already? Because I almost, like, didn't even see, like... Oh, no, she was... Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right, sure, sure. Let's move on. But didn't she just find out, like, two days ago? Yeah. Um, She, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Well, remember, she had her last baby in, like, six months, so they grow fast. I was going to say, I guess the grim baby grows even faster. Fair. Fair point. Because the other one was Hexen... Well, it wasn't Hexen Beast yet. Right? She had the, to, baby? Like, the baby wasn't Hex and Beast because she had lost her powers. But that doesn't mean that her baby... Her baby, I think, was a Hex and Beast. Well, because she was doing all the stuff to it, but it was... Whatever. It was part Hex and Beast, part Royal, and now it's part Hex and Beast, part Grimm. And yeah. I think that's going to be even crazier. That's Oof. my theory. I mean, that's yeah, that's... Fast. Because a Royal, there are certain properties that, like, obviously we, we just still aren't aware of mm-hmm. that make them special, and combine that with a Hex and Beast, somehow that is something super powerful. Right. But combine Zombie Grim, yeah. Nick, 
with a hex and beast as well. And it's that's gonna be born even twelve years old. A grim. See that would be awesome because then we could have more characters yeah. to play with. Yeah, um, that'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> but a grim has more. Yeah. Over- no. <laughs> a grim has more overt powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't know that necessarily any Grimms have ever had part Vess and part Grim children before. I can. We, I think we can assume that that hasn't happened before. Yeah. Because up until Nick, they used to chop heads off before yeah. anything. Nick's the first time that anybody was that's like friends move. between a yeah. Grim and a Vessen. Well, they haven't gone back to it, but that's actually the real story of Romeo and Juliet. It was a Grim and a Vessen. <laughs> that's going to be... I'd watch that episode. <laughs> Oh, I totally watched that episode. Let's do that. Uh, With trouble. What? She's no, it would have to be like she, a flashback. It'd have to be written through like a story. Oh, trouble like falls in love, love with, with an Vessin. evil Vessin. Oh. Or a good Vessin from an evil family. family. Oh. oh. I like that. <laughs> um, but oh. so uh, Adeline's plan she is tra- up after she calls. <laughs> uh, she says, oh, it's Victor. And then Kevin's oh, like, yeah. yeah, Victor's sterile. I'm so glad that was discussed. Yeah. Yeah. I like that that's where it went. So you better pick a new. Yeah. (laughs) Try again. Which is why she should have slept with the goddamn king when she had the chance. That king would never slept with her. Apparently everyone sleeps with Adelaide. Except for the king. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry. Kenneth will. If we think these Foltezella have like their way like... It, like any kind of like pheromone, like yeah. bringing a guy's them. Just look at Adeline. Yeah, she's got it tenfold. She's amazing. Uh, but so, in, in, did we talk about in the fight how he was holding his own with Renard? Well, we're getting there. Oh, we're about to get we, there because oh. because Sam is like Sam basically is like forced to lure Renard mm-hmm. to the to the dark alleyway or now whatever. That, oh, now that Sam's gone. And Renard has no one he can trust. <laughs> Who's he gonna call? Oh. The Ghostbusters? Meisner! Oh, sure. Maybe. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, def- that's def- uh, definitely a possibility. He's one of the few people that Renard still has on his side at this point. Well, I mean, that said, it was claimed way early on that Meisner works for whoever pays him the most, so. Oh, he's a mercenary. That's yeah, cool. he's not yeah. loyal. Was he not a member of the Resistance? No. no. He's a hired merc for the resistance. Yeah. Okay. Well, Maybe Meisner Watch there. 2015 <laughs> <Continues>. still ongoing. <laughs> Shut um, up. But so Renard shows up, and then we get this awesome, just like a fist fight. Like, just one of the most physical fights we've seen on Grimm. Yeah, it's been a while. It goes back to that last time that he fought his brother, right? They fist. They did a little fist fight. Long I don't know if it was ago. like so this ago. though, because like a lot of times when Nick fights somebody, there's like a, either there's a couple weapons involved, mm. or it's like because the the, the Vessen powers are heavy at work, like somebody's like flying mm-hmm. through stuff. Right. But this was just like punch, punch, kick, knee, elbow. Like it was dirty. It was also I really this sounds really silly, but because of the height, because they've made it that they're about the same height. It was even smoother to watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it just was. I feel like that's such a minor thing, but it played such a major role in this. Fight. Oh, because they're both very uh, like we've we've met Sasha Ruiz when he came into the studio. And yeah. He's a very tall man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he so is. 
these two, so if, if uh, I, I don't have the actress. Nico Evers Swindle. Nico Evers Swindle. From New Zealand. Uh, mm-hmm. A.K.A. Prince Kenneth is as tall mm-hmm. as Sasha Roy's. Yes. Um, then, yeah, those are two very large <laughs> men yes. just pummeling each other uh, yeah. with their fists. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I did like it. I did like it a lot. Yeah, I'll rewatch that scene about five times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why don't you um, just, like, watch MMA but, or something, if that's what you're I, into? Screw MMA. <laughs> but but I, was, I was wondering, like, as yeah. they're doing this, like, why isn't he, Bernard yeah, voguing? And then, and then he, he, he does. Oh, so we're going there. Well, then he beats the crap out of him for a minute. But he could. But he seemed like he could still take it. He was just now. He was flying up on the ceiling and falling down. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Which but, but makes me wonder what. That, yeah. How has he been able to take all these crazy? He was thrown actually to the ceiling because he's down. a royal, and we still don't know everything that goes know, into being a royal. We don't know anything. We know that goes that, into that all that we know, like from from showrunners and stuff that have, has been confirmed, is that um, they're not Vesson. They're not Vesson. There's no voguing in the royals, but cl- but there is some kind of magical property about them. So are they just so like superhumans? Yeah, I you know I I think that it's sort of implied that they're they're superhumans. Like we saw like obviously Renard kissing Juliet in the first season, mm-hmm. or was that second season? Second Whatever it was. Season. Yeah, I think it was season two. Um, when he kissed her, like him being a royal yeah. is what woke her up. So there's something about them, but that's the only evidence we have that they're any different. Mm. And they can see Vesson. That's true. Right. That's it. That's all we know about the royals that makes them different. But it also has to be something powerful because the whole point of this, like, half hex and beast, half royal baby is supposed to be important. Yeah. Right. So why was it... But here's a question. Yeah. If if that's the case and it's the fact that it's part... Hex and Beast part royal. I guess maybe it has to be a girl because Renard's half Zalber Beast. But I think he was wasn't he weren't his wasn't his mother the affair? I thought his mother was like a mistress. Yeah, but they don't care where this baby came from. They it's just somehow very very important. Um, I mean, I I think it it might be that it's because it's a girl, but I think it, it also might be that there was an affair as opposed to this was. An, an oopsie baby, as I like to call them, <laughs> um, and and Renard was an affair baby. I guess, but you, but like, if it's something this important that they're like tearing apart the countryside. Well, well, here's the thing: is that Renard, although they all, I mean, some of them are cruel to him because he's not, you know, full royal or part of the family. He's still included and part of them, and they still control. Kind of, they think they control him. Whereas this baby, everybody wants this baby, especially the royals. Right. You know what I mean? All, they don't want the resistance to have this yeah, royal it's, baby. It might not be that, you know, because the baby is half hex and beast, but because it's it's part of the bloodline, and therefore they need to be able to keep tabs control on it. it. Yeah. Oh, and this prince kid, it's, it's his cousin, right? Is that what they said? Well, they didn't say, they said... I'm familiar with his branch of the family. Yeah. Well, which, look, I mean, any royal family, when you go far enough back, like you have massive branching of the family. But I think that he's part of a branch that is like. I feel the, like he's his cousin. I feel like he's his, his cousin. It's like a but third like, cousin or something. But they're like the enforcers or whatever. Yeah, they like. That said, I really like that Kenneth is here because so far 
he, I feel like, is the only one making progress. Even though, like, we haven't discovered anything or learned anything new about finding Diana. But, like, up until him, I feel like Victor was very, like, we'll keep her prisoner and see what she says. Nope, she hasn't had said anything. Let's take her with us to Portland, figure it out. <laughs> and this one shows up and kills people right away. I yeah, think like, I feel like he's finally gonna get stuff and done. And beats up Renan. Right. But he's finally gonna get stuff done, which means they waited all season to bring in the person who's going to find Diana. Although yeah. if Renard didn't have his little mishap there, I think he could have taken him. Oh, for sure. Uh, because he vogued, I feel like that's why he started to t- get that. He needs to. He needs to call his mom. I said this last time. He needs to call his mom and call figure out what's mom. going on, man. <laughs> Just call your mom. I mean, I think Jeez. if Renard goes to Nick in the future, you know what? We're talking about some future stuff. We sort of talk about this episode. <laughs> it's time for predictions. You're after Buzz TV predictions. So, guys. Okay, I'm done. What are we thinking? Can I tell you what was in the promo? Yes, please. Okay. It looks like Juliet is trying to kill Adeline. Yes. With help from Renard. Noise. Adeline says, I have to kill her before she kills me. Um, Juliet. She tells that to uh, Kenneth. She she says, you have to kill her before she kills me. Yeah, okay. Um, Juliet reveals her hex and beast status to Monroe's Lee. Yes. And then Monroe, er, Rosalie goes, she's a freaking Hexen based? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the moment I am so excited for because I called it, Juliet and Renard hook up. What? She said, she walks into the room and she like rips her shirt off and yeah. he goes, what are you doing? She goes, finishing what we started. And then <laughs> I'm telling you, I think the attitude thing is I'm a I'm telling you, it's, it's a weird something brain. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, we all want more sexy times, and Grim is, I think, more than happy to oblige. And now Juliet on the same page is going to get pregnant. Then it's going to be real weird. <gasps> <gasps> That's my prediction. You can't have every woman on the show being pregnant. Um, you can. And we will. <laughs> It'll be like trouble come back. Everyone is pregnant. And boom, she's what pregnant. Happened? Well, she comes back and she's pregnant too. What? She's pregnant with Josh. With Josh's baby. baby. Oh. Okay. And next season we just jump no, ahead like No, she's pregnant 15. with a nice messing baby. Thank you. We do we do a thing where it's like season five is just like fifteen years in the future and they all have teenage babies. <laughs> Yes, let's do that. Also, where is Meisner? Grim High. Yeah, I was thinking about that, like a Grim High School thing. <laughs> no, fine, just ignore me. Oh, where what? is he? Meisner Watch continues, Yell. I don't like it. Fans, keep your eyes peeled. Help <sighs> Yell find her Meisner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everyone what, tweet at the writers. She'll be, she'll be watching. Meisner? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, to do it. Tweet it Grim, <laughs> at the Grim Writers Twitter. It's hashtag we want Meisner. I hope they just tweet that he he died. No, they said that it would work if we all do it. (laughs) (laughs) And if enough people tweet at them, they'll listen. NBC listens to that stuff. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of Grim Heartbreaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't didn't even talk about the title, How the Biotoxin Totally Breaks Your Heart. heart. Yeah, okay. Don't break my heart. Moving on. 
Dylan Chance. Hey. If people want to keep up with you between now and next week's show. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me online at yell.tv. There you will find interviews from WonderCon. I was there all weekend doing Woo. interviews for awesome shows like Orphan Black, Gotham, iZombie, and more. Also, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, other places, at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And we just did a Periscope before the show with a pre-show so check that out. Yeah, you can tune in uh, to Periscope sometimes. Apparently, we'll be on there. that's a thing now. Yes. Um, and be, we'll be back at a regular time on Sundays at 5 p.m. next week yeah. and for the rest of the season. Guys, I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson. Also here at was the Better Call Saul finale up later tonight. And uh, coming up soon, I'll be doing Daredevil. Um, this is going to be a blast. Guys, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.